And honestly, what I'm looking forward to the most is Stride's done a great job in connecting me with people that uh, would be really instrumental in getting me to positions I need to in my career. Wow. Uh, so I'm looking forward to continuing to work with the Stride network and community there, but also honestly looking forward to giving back too when I get into a position where I can, um, you know, help students who are going through what I'm going through now. Thanks for joining in on the Stride Funding Podcast, where we interview current Stride users and team members to learn about how Stride is changing the game in the college loan market. At Stride, we want to help each student feel more comfortable financing their education. I'm your host, Steven Zaremba, an undergraduate at University of Florida and Stride team member. Listen in to this episode as we go over the founding of Stride, income share agreements, and how Stride is helping students throughout COVID-19. Today we're joined with Tess Michaels and LJ Laporta. Tess is the CEO and founder of Stride Funding. Previously, she attended the University of Pennsylvania and earned two bachelor's degrees, one in applied science and another from the Wharton School in Global Impact Investing and Operations Management. After completing undergraduate studies, she worked in investment banking at Goldman Sachs and attended the Harvard Business School for her MBA as part of the class of 2020. We're also joined with LJ Laporta. LJ attended Elon University for his undergraduate degree and studied exercise science focused on public health. After undergraduate studies, he worked at Ortho Clinical Diagnostics, which is a medical technology company focused on business development. He is now attending Carnegie Mellon University Tepper School of Business for his MBA and planning to pursue the healthcare industry more when he graduates. A highlight for this podcast is that LJ is one of the first users of Stride Funding. All right, guys. So great to have you guys on the show. Let's kick this thing off. Great. So LJ, I'm going to start with you first. Can you talk a little bit about your experience when you were exploring college loans and how you were looking at different options? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. So it actually started probably a little over a year ago now uh, when I got into business school and it was such a, a great feeling uh, that I finally got this opportunity to go back to school and pursue something that I really enjoyed. Um, but then came the task of looking for how I was going to pay for all of that uh, because yeah. as I realized more and more through my process uh, was business school is not cheap. Um, so I, I looked at a lot of different options. Um, looked at you know federal loans and private loans and um, everything just seemed very expensive so I was always trying to find an avenue to be a little bit more realistic in terms of the interest rates I was looking at but also felt like none of them really had a personal touch um, so it was kind of a daunting experience in that sense there's just so many options and they all were very similar in that sense but they didn't really stick out to me as something that I wanted as a partner in my experience going back to business school. Um, and that's actually how I ended up coming across Stride Funding. Wow, that's really cool to hear. I haven't started applying for college loans yet, but understanding that there's the trust factor between like when you're looking to trust somebody with uh, helping them throughout your college experience uh, with financing is a really big deal. So Tess, I want to learn a little bit about how Stride fits into the market here. When you were starting Stride, just to get the context of it a little bit, what did you see that was wrong in the college industry or what you need to fix and how Stride solves that problem? Yeah, absolutely. You know, founding Stride came from a very personal place. I had just been admitted to graduate school and was thinking about my own financing options and realized, wow, the sticker price of many of these programs is really high. And oftentimes students aren't sure if the outcomes are going to be worth it. And so 
I was really thinking through what are options that are more flexible and also like LJ said, really served as a more aligned way to really be a partner with the student, right? Where the provider succeeds when the student succeeds. And so I'd heard about income share agreements, but more in the context of coding boot camps, like General Assembly or Lambda School. And I realized that no player had entered the graduate school space, even though there are so many students who would find this product valuable. And so um, that was really the inspiration behind Stride. And I think LJ really hit the nail on the head. The goal of this is to make it a really personal experience for the students and to structure the product so that it offers students flexibility, a much shorter duration. I mean, a Stride ISA is only five years. Most loans, I mean, you're stuck in them for 10 to 20 years. Um, and the last is, you know, really knowing that you have someone who is going to support you and help you with your career outcomes. And so that was really what I thought the market needed. And it's just been so exciting to see, um, you know, the uptake from students across different grad programs. Really cool to hear. Um, definitely like how we're both talking about this personal aspect of Stride. That really sounds like a unique aspect of Stride. So with that being said, I definitely want to dive more into that. So Stride is known for income share agreements. So I definitely want to start talking about that a little bit. Tess, can you start explaining what income share agreements are and how they're different from many other student financing options? Yeah, absolutely. So the way I would think about it is with a traditional loan instrument, students essentially are, they have a certain principal amount that they owe and then interest payments that they have to pay on top of this. So while they're in school, the interest payments continue to accrue. And let's just say in this COVID-19 world, it takes a little longer to find a job or you get sick and you have to take time off. In a traditional loan world, your costs keep increasing over and over again. The difference is with a income share agreement, it's way easier to budget. Essentially, instead of a fixed interest and in principal, you pay a percentage of income over a set number of years. And as I mentioned, Stride ISAs are only five years long. So you get, you know, you basically complete paying it pretty quickly. And when you earn less, you pay less. And if you ever earn less than $40,000 a year, you pay nothing during those periods. So it's a really supportive instrument. But the most important part is because of the way an income share agreement is structured, us as Stride or any provider is really incentivized to help students get the best outcomes because we only do well if the student does well. And so it is complete alignment across the cost and value of an education and between students and providers. That's really cool. Yeah, hearing the mutual accountability aspect where the student's best interest is obviously getting the best possible job and having the student financing option, Stride Funding, also helping the student to get the best possible job opportunities after college sounds like a really awesome tool to have when you're going to college. Also, LJ, I want to hear your perspective on when you were looking at Stride and how you learned about income share agreements. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of came across it through a bunch of my research um, as I was looking at all the different financing options that, that there were when I was going back to school. Um, and honestly, the it was it was a different process than what I was used to. But as soon as I engaged with the Stride team, they made things very clear for me. Um, and the whole process was fairly easy. Uh, I was, as you mentioned, I was kind of one of the first uh, students on. So I, I worked um, closely with Tess and, and a lot of the other team at the time um, to understand a little bit more of what the ISA means for me after I graduate business school. And it was just a very simple process to learn about because the mm -hmm. team was so resourceful and sharing information about you know what 
an ISA is and how it differs from more of a tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd say the biggest resource for me was the team at Stride. Oh, that's great to hear. Okay. I have another question to build off of that too. So like the whole concept behind income share agreements is the mutual accountability and how like it helps with job opportunities. How do you envision your partnership uh, with Stride as you progress throughout college and when you start your career? Yeah. Um, So I I would say that the partnership sort of starts day one with Stride. I chose to go down a very finance related route, still sticking in the healthcare sector of finance right now. And given that my experience is similar to some of the folks experienced that were working at Stride, they were a great resource for me to learn what that recruitment process looks like um, so that I can sort of line myself up to succeed uh, and get a good job. I right now got a secured a great internship and I'm looking forward to it this summer, but it was really helpful in, in setting that up. Um, and honestly, what I'm looking forward to the most is Stride's done a great job in connecting me with people that would be really instrumental in getting me to positions I need to in my career. Um, so I'm looking forward to continuing to work with the Stride network and community there, but also honestly looking forward to giving back too when I get into a position where I can help students who are going through what I'm going through now. Awesome. Well, thanks for telling your story. That was really great to hear. Okay, so now I want to get into what's happening right now with COVID. And I figured that we could all have a conversation about this and how Stride can really help students to progress throughout this time. So Tess, I'm going to start with you. How do you think Stride and income share agreements can really serve a purpose throughout COVID and help students during this time? Yeah, absolutely, Stephen. So it's been fascinating to see the the impact of of COVID, um, both on our demand and also in ways that Stride can be helpful to students. You know, if you actually look at our student applications pre-COVID versus during COVID, um, our demand is up about four times, which is pretty incredible to see with such minimal marketing spend. So I think some of that is students are actively looking for alternatives to traditional loan options. And I think the uncertainty in the market makes everyone want products that are more flexible and more aligned with you know, both their value system, but also their ability or to pay and their affordability, right? And so I think that's one big piece. From the Stride perspective, there are certain things we've done to really try and help our students. The first is tactical. We launched a Stride support fund the second that quarantine started coming into place. This was a way to actually offer scholarships to students to help them with moving expenses, travel expenses, just basically free money to help them with the burdens of suddenly having to quarantine and go back home and and kind of have their educational experience disrupted. And it was really special and heartwarming hearing the messages from students that we supported during that time. The second thing is the vast majority of students that stride funds are actually in healthcare. A lot of nurses, physicians assistants, you know, people who are day to day on the ground. And I think it's so cool to hear from our students who are in the COVID units, really helping others during this time. It just makes it that much more meaningful. And it's also really special to know that we're funding students who are in such high impact areas and and such meaningful careers. And so um, we really see it from all angles. How can we be supportive? Why is the product particularly compelling now? And and why are segments um, ones that we feel particularly proud of to support during moments like this? Wow, that's really great to hear. reiterating this personal aspect of how like you understand what industries the students are in and what their specific needs are during this time like as a student looking for a college loan that would really make me trust 
uh, stride in getting a college loan and having that relationship. Uh, LJ, can you talk about it too and how, um, like specifically during COVID, this has helped you throughout this time? Yeah. Uh, so I would say that, um, honestly, just being able to rely on the fact that, um, you know, when I'll probably be entering the job market, it may not be an ideal situation. I mean, obviously, or hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, that won't be a difficulty for me. But yes. just the comfortability of knowing that what sort of Tess alluded to a little bit before that the flexibility of being able to make sure that I pay what I have to back um, with stride um, is there and I have a little bit of flexibility in that. It's a little bit more realistic than, you know, if I had a, a larger, um, I guess, federal loan or something. Um, the team is a little bit more understanding and that flexibility is built in. So it kind of makes me feel comfortable as somebody who's gone forward with working with stride. Great to hear. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, it was so great to talk to you guys and definitely explore uh, income share agreements and how Stride plays a role with COVID-19 and helping students to feel more comfortable throughout this time, especially with the downside protection that Stride offers and also the personal aspect of Stride. Um, one last question for both of you guys. I want to make this a little unique for each episode. Uh, since this is the first stride episode i wanted to tie something into like early beginnings uh so i'm gonna ask you guys what your favorite childhood show was growing up tess what was your favorite show man okay it depends how early into childhood we're going if you go really early i was a big arthur fan um when you get me a little older i actually used to love watching full house which was such a throwback um <laughs> and definitely where i i went and then Man, as I went through like middle school, it was like Disney Channel all the way. Um, and then as I've gotten older, I'm just a Netflix fan, nonstop. Any Netflix originals, I'll watch them. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. LJ, what, were you, what was yours? Yeah. Um, honestly, if um, I guess I'll kind of follow Tessa's lead there on the, the progression, but um, <laughs> yeah. I was a huge Rocket Power fan growing up. Yeah. I loved Love being outside and doing anything, and they were doing exactly that. So I loved watching Rocket Power. <laughs> um, and I don't know, it just kind of progressed. Uh, I guess I, I used to watch a lot of uh, um, like Nickelodeon still as well. Yeah the teen nick right then you started feeling a little bit older and cooler so <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. um but now i don't know i like a lot of good shows like billions on showtime i watched that one too oh yeah that one's good yeah. love billions yeah. it just came out yesterday actually i know i saw that i actually so ready to binge watch it wow there we go <laughs> i accidentally watched the trailer i'm on like season three and then i watched the trailer for it and it spoiled like two more seasons so now I'm oh on. no <laughs> I love it. Oh. Well, I guess I'll answer that question really quick too. Um, I think I watched SpongeBob a little too much. Like I didn't have the teen Nick phase at all. I just watched SpongeBob throughout the whole time. And uh, in high school, I didn't have as much time to watch shows, but then in college, I've watched Billions a little bit and that show's good. Yeah. Perfect. You did as well. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thanks for inviting yeah, me. Thank too. you, yeah. Steven. This is wonderful. Awesome. Okay. Right. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the first Stride Funding podcast episode. If you have any questions about financing college education, income share agreements, or on anything else, feel free to reach out to us at hello at stridefunding.com or visit our website www.stridefunding.com. Till another day, see you later.